0: Thank you for creating time to tune in to today's episode. My name is Adriana, and this is the PMDD podcast. I am warning listeners that there may be sensitive topics surrounding mental health and health procedures. The content here is for informational purposes only and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. So I actually can't find the words to introduce my next guest because I'm actually really nervous because she's somebody that is just so special to me and has been my number one supporter through this whole experience with PMDD. And I just have so much gratitude and love for her. I think it's going to be really hard not to cry through this episode, but um, here is my sister,
1: Mon. Oh, we're like one sentence in and I feel like I'm already going to, I'm tearing up already. (laughs) Thank you for having me, my sis. My sister, wow, Ru. Sis, right here, number one, yeah. fat.
0: <laughs> oh, I knew I know that just before we started, we were like, All right, try and get serious, okay. but when you know, but <laughs> you know, in our nature is, is not to be, but I know that we can rein it in when yep. we need to. <laughs> yep,
1: we've got this. We've got this. Uh,
0: So, I think it's important that we quickly give a background of our sisterhood relationship. So, we are nine years apart, almost nine years apart, and we do share the same mum. And I guess over the next And in recent times we have lived together and when we were living together is when this whole PMDD experience happened with me. So Mon was a very integral part of the journey with PMDD. So I thought it was really important to have Mon come on. So Mon, I am going to start with Do you remember when I first got diagnosed
1: with PMDD? Well, that's an interesting question because I I don't think I really remember when you were diagnosed with it, but I do remember like a shift in the way that like you kind of explained like what was going on at the time. So Mm. like I don't think it was really like the diagnosis, but it was kind of like what came out of the diagnosis that like changed things.
0: Mm-mm. I think I'll, I'll I'll step back a bit as well. So what happened was is that I went travelling. So prior to me travelling in 2019, I was living with you, and then I went travelling for a few months. I had the gig in Sydney for a month, and that's when doomsday happened. And then I moved back to Melbourne to be living with you, and that's when I got diagnosed with PMDD with my acupuncturist so just to give sort of a synopsis of that so when I came back to Melbourne did you sense that there was something different
1: I do remember that trip because I remember what you were kind of explaining when you were over there and I think I remember like when you came back and you were kind of diagnosed, um, that's when we kind of started to talk about it more and I think it's when we were talking about it more that like we actually, I don't know, just became like way more open about it with each other and instead of like, I don't know, like wondering what was going on, it was like, okay, this is what's going on, I don't know why, I don't know what it is but like this is what's happening and then I was able to be a lot more I don't know, like supportive in the way that like I think maybe you needed at the time. Mm.
0: Did you think maybe I was a little bit crazy? <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Um,
1: I think like we're both crazy. So I'm like, I don't know, this is just kind of like normal.
0: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: um, like I, I definitely, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say that like it was hard at some times and like I I wasn't sure, like, what was going on, so I was trying to, like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, like, when we started talking about it more, like, that's when, like, things just changed and we were able to, like, I don't know, just kind of, um, I don't know, like, just communicate about it more and then you were able to sort of say, like, this is what I need, space, this is, like, this is what I need and stuff, whereas, like, before that I think I was, like, I need to, like, I need to like sort this out. I need to fix it. I need to like be there for you and I need to like work out what's going on. But like at the time, like maybe I couldn't really work it out. Mm. So I think it it definitely helped like when we, yeah, when you like, when we started talking about it more. So
0: pre-getting diagnosed, do you sort of remember some specific examples of sort of what was going, hang on, So do you remember like specific examples of sort of like the tough times? The reason why I'm asking is because I would really, and I don't think we've actually spoken about this, um, I would really love to hear what it was like for you. Like can you actually, some actual examples of what was happening? Because I I, I draw blanks during this time, like, I, you know, the times of rage or the times of suicidal ideation and everything. I actually don't. I know they happened, but I don't actually know what happened. So do you remember some specific things that sort of happened over that time?
1: Mm, I remember this one particular day, which we actually haven't really spoken about. But um, I remember this one day, like, pre kind of really talking about it and, like, getting into it. And, and pre your like diagnosis of it but um, you know obviously like up until that point like I all I saw was like someone that was going through a really hard time so like you know I think the hardest thing was trying to like understand what was going on but then there were times like this one day where I think I like took it really personally and I think we were like in the kitchen and do you remember that uh, no I really remember I knew you <laughs> <Yeah>. oh yes <laughs> like I think this is like really the only thing that like s- stands out but like we were in the kitchen and I think like I, I think I because like our periods were in sync as well so like I think it was like you're going through that maybe going through some PMS and as well like so maybe it was just kind of like this explosion in the like tiny apartment that we were like living in like mm. locked down mm. <laughs> but um I remember this like moment where we were in the kitchen and like we were talking about, I don't know, something to do with like mum and stuff. And like I remember like us both getting really heated about this like thing that we were talking about and it kind of like making us both really angry. And then we kind of like, after that, we just kind of like ended up doing our own thing. Like, all right, let's just not like, speak to each other for a bit because, like, we just had this, like, heated kind of thing in the argument, which was weird for us because we never really have these, like, like, arguments or whatever. Ever. (laughs) Yeah, ever. Ever. No, we don't. No. So we were, like, in the kitchen. We were, like, talking about whatever it was and I just remember feeling like, okay, I'm getting really, like, I can feel this, like, building up and I can feel it, like, building up in you as well. And, like, in the moment it was, like, this is really intense and I don't know, I think, like, I took it really, like, personally, um, which kind of, like, makes me think about this moment compared to, like, after you were diagnosed when we were able to, like, talk about it a lot more. And kind of, like, after that I was able to kind of, I don't know, not take it so personally and we would just, you know, do our thing and, like communicate about it and stuff whereas at this point it was like we were just like (sighs) like, Mm. like. (laughs) Mm.
0: oh no I remember it so well I do and I remember um and you know I I know that there are other incidences that weren't that bad where I I would feel so much rage towards you and Mm. I mean listeners can tell she's like the sweetest (laughs) (laughs) thing ever like you know and I I you know like i'd feel so much rage and i knew that i was doing something wrong by um by projecting this onto you but i just couldn't you know i couldn't admit it i would i would just be like i would just you know go into my room i and i mean i spent a lot of time in my room at you know during this time mm. i think there was lots of times and um so yeah it's it, yeah now that i sort of reflect on things there wasn't any like massive arguments I think between us but um do you remember anything else that was sort of you know obviously you you know anything else that was more like PMDD related
1: mm. um I think definitely like you did spend a lot of time in your room I think that was kind of um a way that I knew like something was going on and like, yeah I definitely noticed a shift in your kind of personality it was like you were kind of you acted differently I think it was like in that time that I knew that that's when you know like I needed to give you some space and yeah I I don't know it was kind of a like a physical and mental shift as well like a physical shift in the way that um you acted and the way that like we kind of acted like, together and also a mental shift in the way that, like, sometimes you would even, you know, like, I would come in and you would kind of, like, explain, like, what was going on and I could see this, like, shift in, like, the way that you were thinking as well. And, like, Mm. sometimes you would explain these thoughts that you were having and I was like, wow, like, this is so different to, like, one, the way that you would think, when it wasn't like, you know, leading up to like your period and this time, but also to like when, like like the way that I see you and like everyone else sees you and stuff. It was just like these really, the way that I saw it was like kind of irrational thoughts that like you would not normally think and I'd be like, no, this is not you and this is not, I know that this is not the way that you yourself but like in those times I could tell that it was like it was something else that was coming in and you were like you know you were thinking differently and you were acting differently
0: how did you I mean obviously you must have had an outlet as well right because you know how did you talk about this did you have other people to talk about this to openly you know partner you know or friends as well like did you speak to anyone
1: no, I, I think at the start, like at the beginning when it was kind of happening, like I don't think I really spoke to anyone about it unless like I kind of did talk to Harry about it, who's my partner and was like living at his place at the time and he would come over from like time to time and this was like in lockdown and stuff. But I think it was like the way that I would explain it to him, I, I think like from his perspective it was like, you know, he could see that, like, it made me upset to, like, see you like that. I always feel like I can, like, come in and, like, help and, like, do something. And it it was, like, at this point when I was, like, I don't know if I can, like, what I can do to, like, help, you know. I, I could just, like, see it in a different way. It was, like, okay, it's not, I'm not taking it personally now. I'm, like, I'm seeing it for like what it is. And then like we just like go through the like the roller coaster as it comes.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it was though, right? It was a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two weeks on, two weeks off.
1: Yeah.
0: It's you know, last year we spent seven months in lockdown together. And there's a lot of it that is a blur, but I I mean. I just remember repeatedly coming into your room crying <laughs> with my, you know, with my arms open yeah. <laughs> and just, and, you know, I, you were such a support then because, you, you know, at the beginning you'd be like, what's wrong, what's wrong? But by the end of it you just knew <laughs> just not to say anything and just give yeah, me the goddamn yeah. hug.
1: <laughs> yes. <gasps>
0: True. And, yes. you know, I to me, that was so important. They, those were, you know, and and maybe it was during my good weeks as well that I came in for a hug. But <laughs> but those ones that I came in crying were so so important. Sometimes words and communication wasn't that you know that necessary.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm wondering if you can give sort of a view on the progress. From the time that I sort of, that I the time that I came back from overseas, which was obviously the height of it, um, you watched me go through so many different doctors and professionals and and whatnot. And to me, it's all kind of a bit of a blur. But up until I sort of moved up to the Gold Coast, which was a pretty much a year um a year stint that together we we went through all of this together did can you did you see noticeable progress in a positive or a negative way
1: 100 percent like it was I don't know but as soon as like you were we were both like becoming more aware of like what was going on and maybe like you had the diagnosis and stuff like I think it just like it I feel like it changed so much because like up until then, we were just kind of like reacting to each other and like, you know, it was it was kind of hard. But then after that, we we really started like talking about it. I feel like you, like kudos to you because I just saw like how hard you were like you were working on it and you were just doing everything to try and figure out what was going on and to understand it And, you know, you're reaching out to doctors and PMDD specialists, like, all the specialists. (laughs) I'm just, I'm so proud of, like, how hard you've been, like, trying to tackle it. Hmm. You know, like, it's, everybody's, like, going through things and, like, the way that you've actually just, like, looked at it and faced it and tried to understand what was going on, like, also like me being like on that journey with you in trying to understand it and realize like how important it was to you as well and to like see how I could help as well like you know when we were living together you you stopped drinking and you you did like all of these things and I could see like you're exercising and creating the exercise group so that you know when we were in lockdown like wow like you're really on a mission to like understand what the hell is going on like Everyone's got things going on and like we can kind of, I don't know, choose to kind of, you know, like sweep it under the rug and just be like, yeah, okay, like I'll kind of like deal with it one day or like it's a thing but I'm not going to like read into it too much. But you were like, nah, I'm going to like figure out what the hell is going on. You're like habit trackers like up on the wall and like all of this going on and like even just like the way that you worked, like you were running this business and you were like scheduling meetings in like, you know, the good two weeks and then like, you know, doing other things in the other two weeks. And I was like, I could just see that you were like taking it so seriously. And, you know, like your business partner was also like super respectful of, you know, like allowing that as well. And I don't know, just kind of you were super like open about it and stuff. So like I saw massive progress in the way that you like changed things once you were like more aware of it. And it helped me as well, because then I was able to like change things as well, and like when you needed space and stuff, it was like so much easier to be like, "Okay, like cool, just like do what you gotta do, I'm gonna do what I need to do, and like that's it, and mm-hmm. then like in you know it was that was fine it was mm-hmm. like it was quite different to like before that when we were not so like aware of what was going on,
0: oh <laughs> oh. I really appreciate the acknowledgement because I, I do say this, you know, a lot that I, I, I treat this as a full-time job because yeah. I, you know, I, if I don't do the work, then I feel like shit and I don't want to feel like shit. And I hurt the people that mean the most to me. It's not fair on them and it's not fair on me. Um, so I, I'm really grateful that you, yeah, you shared that. It's so funny that you should say the habit tracker, because I've just started that again a few days ago, and it's just you know it, that's how serious it has to be. like if I want to be on top of this, the exercise has to be on point the mindfulness, the nutrition and everything. so um, it was a nice, sweet reminder that, yeah, that doing the work is so important. I, do you remember when you started tracking when my when ovulation day was in your
1: in your calendar? I sort of I do for like for me no for me (laughs) I, I remember like I remember when you were tracking it and then like I would kind of track it as well that's how far this
0: relationship goes right (laughs) like this is this is how intense my support was from from you that we took this so seriously that Mon would actually track ovulation day and I remember you screaming like through like through (laughs) the apartment remember and you and you would be like Aj you're (laughs) ovulating (laughs)
1: And I was like, thanks, mom. Oh, my mom. gosh. I actually forgot about that. But now that you mention it, I remember I had reminders in my phone because you were like, all right, I need to start tracking this. And then, like, I put reminders in my phone. And so when you were, like, ovulating, I would have it, like, pop up and I'd be like, okay, I'm just ovulating. So, like, you know, don't, like, you know, I don't know, just, like, just, let's just, like, chill for the next, like, two weeks and stuff and I'd be like, okay, ovulation week. <laughs> totally
0: totally like that's the extent it went to but it helped Um, it was good like it really helped exactly it's it's so important to have this support network so I'm I'm so grateful to you like honestly (laughs) honestly going through lockdown and PMDD just (sighs) forever forever gratitude um I mean I guess that leads on to a great next question so you know what What advice would you give to other people out there that are siblings or friends I guess anybody I guess that you know is has someone
1: dear and close to them that has PMDD Mm, that's a good question I think like don't try to like fix it too much because like everyone's got things going on and I think like from my perspective I just wanted to like come in and fix and i be like, ah, oh, just like, it's okay. And like this and this, and like, I come into your room for like snuggles and be like, hey, like it's okay. <laughs> you did. But like, but I also think like the sooner that you can just be honest about it and like talk about it, the sooner mm. that you can like work on strategies to, you know, like tools that you can use to just like manage it. Like everyone's got things going on. So, and I feel like, by just talking about it we were able to like implement all these things that we could use and it just like helped so much so like don't just don't just try and like you know fix everything and and i don't know like i guess like sometimes it can be really hard because you're seeing somebody that you love going through something really painful um but it's just about like listening to them and you know, understanding like what they need in that moment, because everyone's so different. And like, you know what you needed in that time was, you know, like sometimes you needed a hug. <laughs> sometimes you needed space. Sometimes you needed like an exercise buddy. Sometimes you needed like a um a card session. We'd just play cards or like sequence or like a board game or we'd watch a musical or a dance off. <laughs> but it was like, I think it was just about like working out what you needed and like what I needed. Like you also did the same for me and like talked to me about it. And we just kind of like worked through it together. So mm. I think the sooner that you can just be like open about it and transparent and, you know, just like, talk about it, the easier it will be. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> totally. Uh, I guess I do like to finish off on this magical question and and I think I can do it with you. You know, I usually do it for my, you know, people that have been diagnosed with PMDD, but what has been some positive, a positive or positive things that have happened from my diagnosis?
1: Mm. Well, I think I compare it to like before the diagnosis or when we really started talking about it to after that and um, I I think maybe I just think about like what it could have been like if we didn't, you know, talk about it Mm -hmm. with each other and it's like I think I'd be like taking things personally and I'd be, I don't know, like thinking about it in a completely different way. So like the fact that you actually like did the research and, you know, spoke to all these doctors and like had the got the diagnosis like that's when it really started like changing and became super positive like because I think up until then it was um maybe like a harder thing to deal with like when it came up but then when you actually when you actually like had the diagnosis it um I think it became easier because you were becoming more aware of it and I was becoming more aware of it and so I think that was, like, that's a massive positive because, like, we just became super, like, like way more, I don't know, like, no boundaries, just able to talk about everything. And up until then, like, I probably thought, like, no, like, you know, we can't talk about this or, you know, if we had this, like, minor, like, little argument which, like, everyone has, it's like, oh, like, what does this mean and whatever. But it's, like, I think it just, like, got us to the point where we were, like, nah, it's okay. Like, let's just talk about it and it's fine. So like, I think that was a massive positive, not even like in a PMDD related way, but just like for in so many other ways as well, like with whatever we're like both going through and like just in life in general. So like, that's why I think it's like so important that like, and so many people can get things out of these episodes as well, like, you know, and that like, you can apply these to so many different things as well. So that's, that, I think that's a massive positive as well in like just our mm. relationship. <laughs>
0: oh, story. I mean, yeah, we've I mean, we've been close, super close for a really long time, but it just, it like, especially the past couple of years, it just got closer and closer and closer. And yeah. I mean, that's my biggest positive take home from From you know the relationship with you since getting diagnosed, so thank you.
1: No, love you, sis. I love (laughs) you.
0: I love you. I think that that was such a beautiful way to finish this episode. I mean, Mon. To be honest, we could talk for hours (laughs) and hours, but I think that we've really got the crux of what we needed to say. So. I am so grateful. Thank you so much for sharing your side of the story. I just, I, I know that this is going to be super, super helpful. So thank you for being so honest and open. I love you so much.
1: I love you too. <laughs> thank you for having me on here. Um, we talk about it like heaps anyway. Like, <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's just another conversation.
0: No, <laughs> Thanks, Mau. Love you. Mwah. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please ensure that you like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that you need to do to keep up to date with new episodes on your podcast listening platform. If you would like to get in touch with me, please email me at thepmddpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Please make sure that you follow our new home on Instagram, which is at the underscore PMDD podcast. Thank you so much again. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Much love.